come on. Good morning. Thank you for joining Consumers Doctors Channel. I'm a volunteer for the Foremost Organization. I give, try to educate as many folks I can in regard to the health insurance, healthcare related topics on personalized healthcare folks. Today's topic is healthcare trends. What are the new healthcare trends for 2020? There's a lot been because of the COVID, there are a lot of changes happening and it is for a good reason. I'm sure we should take advantage of it. Let me go through one by one. So that way we can all address that. For healthcare trends is number one, we are adopting more and more technologies. And uh, that is a good thing for the consumers, good thing for the average folks, especially in the lower socioeconomic groups. And everybody I seem, seem to have mobile phones. So the technology is on consumer side, folks. So I will be going in detail at some point later and number two healthcare trends is EMR electronic medical records when you go to see a doctor this electronic medical records have been very antiquated for the doctor's offices they are being modernized and it's mobile friendly so that's a good thing so electronic medical records are being modernized so that is going to be uh, added benefit for all the consumers and uh, that should lower the cost of the healthcare. So uh, I foresee better EMRs, electronic medical records. And number three, relationship with the patients. With this healthcare things as they are right now with managed care, intermediate organizations, the relationship is not the same, folks. Doctors have no communication with and uh, with patients. Basically, they're like a, patients and consumers are, are treated like objects, not even creating. Ideally, there should be a doctor-patient relationship, like what you see, attorney-client privileges, there should be a doctor-patient relationship, and it is being improved with the new technologies. So that's a good thing. So I foresee a lot of changes in the patient relationship, especially with personalized healthcare uh, is uh, implemented. And number four, satisfaction survey. Every time I go onto the, any app or any, if I contact anyone, immediately following the contact, they send me a satisfaction survey. So that is being implemented in doctor's offices, 
that's good for the consumers yes it's good for the consumers and number five cyber security that is very important in healthcare because privacy is a major issue in healthcare related thing so what i would like to see there's already a lot going on in cybersecurity and you know with two step verification things and it is being more secure right now so i would i would continue to see more tools for the cybersecurity and number 6 hipaa training you know again these are all again privacy issues hipaa training is one of those things which is very important for the consumers and uh, privacy is a major and you can be trained hipaa basically on through telecommunications and mobile technology and it's becoming easier for people to go take some classes for hipaa training and get certified so that is being uh, that should also again cybersecurity is a regulation we need to follow it and i encourage everybody to follow through the hipaa training and get certified number 7 price transparency yes very critical price transparency price transparency in insurance industry in hospital facilities in doctors offices lab services laboratory services so those are all critical patients or consumers need to know what the bill is going to be so it is it is changing slowly but i think i see foresee lot of regulation and price transparency coming up from next year hospitals have to be price transparent and i foresee even ultimately insurance companies have to be price transparent basing on the categories not general risk pool folks one of the reasons the insurance companies are not able to give the prices because the risk pool is so so vast we need to categorize the risks so insurance companies have to be transparent all the lab services need to be transparent physical therapy rehab services cat scans imaging services they all need to be transparent they need to know how much the consumers bill is going to be before they get in so that is coming that's going to be and number 8 is as you know telehealth telehealth is already here and uh, actually it's good for the patients good for the doctors as a matter of fact i see telehealth is uh, is going to benefit the doctors because overhead expenses for the doctors is over 40 40 to 45% by with telehealth you can lower the overhead cost and as a matter of fact a lot of physicians are about to retire they are already want to get into telehealth so that way most of the senior doctors want to stay at home and see uh, the patients online through telehealth uh, and uh, skype you name it skype google meet zoom all this technology you can be literally be in front of your patient and analyze and make a diagnosis you will need uh, you know 20% of the patients need to be examined and all that i understand all that but there is a uh, a trend there is a trend towards uh, and number 9 variables 
the, when you talk about telehealth, wearables is a big thing. Now you can do an EKG with a device. You can have a, a echo with a device, echocardiogram. Wearables are here to stay, man. Wearables are something which is going to be a tool which should lower the cost of the healthcare delivery. I foresee a lot of wearables coming up already. And, uh, you know, and me being a urologist, you know, we have so many gadgets I can come up with through wearable technologies. And um, it's, it's, it's a, it's a it's a bright future ahead folks for doctors and consumers there are a lot of wearables coming up and you can monitor them remotely and uh, number 10 healthcare marketing is going to change because right now the insurance companies are not being transparent i foresee once you have a personalized healthcare with four segmented risk pools they have to be transparent and healthcare uh, needs to be open and competitive, including the facilities, doctors. They have to be transparent. These medical, you know, mergers, medical group mergers, hospital mergers, that is slowly, it's, a, it's going to be a downward trend, folks. Unfortunately, that's not going to, there has to be more competition in healthcare, not consolidation. So I see a lot of competition in healthcare, and I see the medical groups are ultimately will be dismantled because I don't think there is a, they, you need to have overhead cost be built to the consumers because anytime you set up a medical group or hospital mergers, there's a tremendous cost in, Intermediary cost. I'm talking about intermediary cost. So I think the more diverse, more competitive it is, the price will go down. So there has to be a price co competition, price competition too. And number 11, vendor compliance. All these vendors who bring all these new gadgets, they have to be compliant and uh, to the healthcare, uh, you know, they have to go to, um, they have to be approved and uh, they need to be uh, monitored. So vendors have to be compliant. The, those days of uh, companies taking out doctors and bribing the doctors for the, to prescribe, those days are gone, man. So those are, you cannot, you cannot bribe a doctor for the medications or certain tools to be used and if if it is if it's made aware they're going to be fine so all these companies and vendors have to be very careful with physicians and they have to be transparent and number 12 outsourcing hospitals doctors insurance companies they're all outsourcing in, in their own fields so that should reduce the cost and um, this uh, so-called new technologies are being outsourced and they're coming up with every time you turn around, there's a new technology on the, uh, on the market. And number 13, 
health inspections, which I, I concur. I have no problem with health inspection, but they don't need to be, you know, they, need, they don't need to end up in choking the doctors and the hospitals, making their life difficult. I understand, you know, you, you go to these grocery chains, they have, they're, they're being monitored, all these groceries, food industry monitors them very, you know, they do a good job at it. And it should be comparable to the food industry folks. Just because you have a, you you belong to a health category, patient safety is important. It is quite important, but you you can do this health inspection like what you do for these grocery st stores, restaurants. They're all inspected on a regular basis. They should be the same. I don't see any difference between inspections uh, of uh, grocery chains and physician offices, hospitals. I understand you need to be a little more thorough and hub and hubs, so-called hubs, provide outpatient services. They need to be thoroughly uh, inspected. Number 14, non-compliance, no showings. Patients don't show up. Those things now with uh, electronic medical records and telehealth, if a, if a person makes an appointment, for a doctor's office or on telehealth, they're automatically charged. So question of no showings, non-compliance needs to be fine. People are non-compliant. There has to be consequences for no showings and uh, non-compliant patients. So there has to be consequences. Otherwise it becomes a, it's more of a liability for doctors, patients, you know, and, um, and it's, uh, for a doctor especially it's liable and when you don't take care of the it's your responsibility uh, for your patient health and that's where we need to have a tort reform and where we need to have a, a rewards need to be limited rewards and i want to see healthcare professionals get involved with juries i don't want average folks there is no emotions involved folks this is something to do with how you take care of your patients. Healthcare professionals, don't tell me the healthcare professionals are emotional, emotionless, no. But they know the facts, they know because they have been in healthcare. I think they make a better jury. You know, I get all these jury calls. I wish they call all these nursing professionals, healthcare professionals as a separate entity for healthcare issues. And they should be called for a jury, like anything else. And number 15, department communication in the front end and the back end. You know, I'm talking about doctor's office. There are better communication tools nowadays. You know, this is a problem in the medical group setting, but I don't think individually, when you're doing telehealth, telemedicine, and you're a solo office, uh, one person or two, two physicians, the communication is not a problem. Only this problem arises in the medical groups. And that's why one of the reasons why I, I don't foresee any bright future for these groups. They need to be dismantled and that keeps going up because they're considered as intermediaries like managed care organizations. Managed care organizations are the one created this so-called medical groups. And these managed care organizations need to go away, man. These are intermediate organizations 
I see bombarding with ads for your Medicare dollars. All these insurance companies, they want to say free, uh, free this, free that, you know, no copays, free dental, free eye checkup. You know why they're doing that. They, they, want to, they want to make money from the federal dollars. So that needs to be, that power has to be given to the consumer folks. Consumers are in the front line and give that, invest in that money into the consumers rather than intermediary organizations, giving it to the full risk contractors. I see several doctors taking full risk contracts. You know, doctors are there to provide the, you know, Hippocratic Oath, man. You know, if you're not following the Hippocratic Oath, you're not a doctor, you're a business guy. I see doctors taking full risk contracts. You should just get out of medicine and be a business guy. And don't take full risk contracts from Medicare. And you claim to be a doctor, but at the same time, you're trying to chip away the services. It's not right. This is not ethical for doctors to be taking full risk contracts. All these medical groups are taking full risk contracts. That's not ethical. And is leaders are the physicians in that groups. So I would like to see some changes in that. Um, precision. Healthcare is more precise. You know, I'm a urologist. I do robotic surgeries. I've done robotic surgeries. Precision is becoming so critical in technology. Precision, you know, you especially in surgeries, is becoming a vital thing. Anything, even coming to the healthcare delivery, it's all precision, it's documented. And this so-called EMRs, it's every time you have an interact with a, with a patient, it's already documented, folks, I don't know. We need to seriously look at, do we really need to have a paper documentation? We need to look at that. And uh, number 17, mobile, mobile phones, man. And you're able to document your communication, you're, you're able to record your communication with your doctor, you're able to record communication with your patients, hospitals. It's everything is documented. So do we really need still paper EMRs, electronic health records? We need to see how that works out because HIPAA violations, you know, if, if, we, can, if we can preserve those video records, it itself, they have to follow the HIPAA. That's what it is. 19, this is the, this is very important. Mental health. It's a chaotic, mental health especially has been so chaotic. I foresee a lot of changes in mental health. There is a, this is where personalized healthcare, it's, it's really helps people with mental health because they're not getting the right care. And AI, virtual doctors, and virtual psychologists, virtual psychotherapists, these are all coming, folks. Do you really, for mental health, they know to be seen in the clinic. You can be, AI can make a diagnosis. I'm telling you, the technology is out there. So we need to use it and take full advantage of the AI in mental health. I want to see 9900% of the people with mental health needs to be taken care of, personalized, and they have to have a certificate of guaranteed coverage, and they need to be addressed. We cannot neglect them. 
And if I see anybody neglecting a mental health, and they should be liable for that. I think I, I foresee a lot of liabilities if a person is neglected just because he doesn't have a health coverage or he doesn't have. See, personalized health care will resolve all those issues related to the mental health. And, uh, and, and there is going to be fed, state and federal uh, funds which will be available in providing the care. So I, I think this is a very important thing. The last 20. This is not be taken lightly because I'm a physician and a lot of physicians are going through a burnout. Too much rules, rules, too many regulations. You know, they let me go. I've been practicing, I've been urologist for 35, 40 years, just because of whatever, you know, one family member complained to the California Medical Board. They say, okay, you need to go. I said, fine. I would like to thank that family member or patient who complained to the medical board and let me go, lose my license. I would love to thank her because doctors are very hardworking people. They're innovative. They can come up with alternatives, man. There's no other profession like physicians are very independent, loving people. They, they're, the way they chose medicine because they, it's a gratification, folks. If it's one patient, one patient family member complained, I understand, you know, I, I, I'm, not, I'm a human being, folks. You know, I cannot make everybody happy. You know, I'm sure. And if that woman or family member was listening, thank you, because they let me go. And you know what? Who is the, who's really having the problems with this? Because more and more physicians are getting burnt out and they want to retire. Because there is no, it is not like, a, having a good doctor-patient relationships makes you happy, gratification. Nowadays, physicians in this managed care environment, they're burnt out. They're working more hours, getting less. They, something needs to be done, folks. You cannot have, I have no problem. If the California Medical Board is listening, thank you for letting me go because that gave me more opportunities. More opportunities. And uh, I love it. I love my retirement, man. I love it. So, again, I'm a volunteer. I work for a nonprofit organization and uh, foremost organization. DBA, Consumers Doctor. I am the Consumers Doctor, guys. We will see you in the next episode of Consumers Doctor. We will have fun. We will have fun. I have no doubt. I want to see the comments from you guys. And I want to make it interesting. I would love to see comments coming back from the audience. You know, I'm, I'm still having how to... Maybe one of these days I'll be able to see the comments coming in so I can talk about it. My experiences in healthcare. I'm proud to be a doctor. Even though 
I cannot practice in California. That doesn't mean I can I cannot practice anywhere else. But I don't want to because they <laughs> by ha by having less physicians, basically healthcare industry is hurting. They are they are being penalized for simple things, folks. And if you let a doctor go and retire, who's going to who's going to suffer? The patients. I love my patients. I patients used to adore me. My weakness was I used to listen to the patients. I followed them. I loved them to death. But if one of the family members is not unhappy with me, it's fine. You know, I have and I have done my duty. I have I am very happy with me with my I'm passionate about healthcare for access for all Americans, but healthcare, so-called California Medical Board. I know you're under a lot of pressure, but you need to be, go easy on doctors. You know, you can, you can. For a simple, I know everybody is watching you, and they're, you're under the gun. You have to do your job, but you have to take look at the overall healthcare industry. We need more doctors, we need more nurses, and more people are retiring because they're getting burnt out, man. So these are the healthcare trends. I'll continue to address them. And if you guys have any questions, do call me. I am available and, uh, and send me an email or make, be on the chat box. Do subscribe, don't forget to subscribe and hit the bell, hit that bell for notifications. Thanks again. We'll see you next time.